Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dad Podcast, Episode 3, starring your usual hosts, Dan, or Bailey3, who can be found at twitch.tv slash Bailey3, as well as me, Squid, uh, or Justin, at twitch.tv slash Squid. Today's episode, we talk about movies and games. Enjoy. While we get a little... Off the rails. <laughs> right then, you little bitches. Hello, everybody. It's me. It's John me. Williamson. In fact, I'm not even John Williamson. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Batman movie where he plays Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Or I'm Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy in Mr. Freeze. Or, or Liam Neeson as Ray Shao Gould. Welcome to the, the Dad Podcast featuring me, Ray Shao Gould, and Squid. As Squid. You can find him at twitch.tv slash squid. S Q W1DD. And find me in my uh, cave of darkness. But um, yeah, that was a yeah. yeah that that, that, that was a happened. Thing. We, yeah, we did that. So, <laughs> ladies and gentle moons, today we are doing episode three of the Dad Podcast. So, pull up a chair or a stool or a feng shui rug or a space hopper. Google it and uh, and listen to us doing weird shit. Today's theme was specifically designed for Squid okay. to have fun with, and as as usual, Squid does not know the theme. Just to get a little bit of that, you know, the spicy meat, the ball in there. Um, so today's theme, Squid, is right. movies and specifically movies and games and like their relationship and like movies that have had video game crossovers and vice versa and just oh. stuff like that. Because for anybody that doesn't know, Squid is an incredible movie buff, an incredible movie buff and just buff generally. He's a bit of a buff team, I must admit. I'd have a go on that. But um, so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about film. We're going to talk about a game adaptation of films that have either been really good or really, 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 you know, the opposite of good. We're going to talk about the the vice versa of that, and so games that have been adapted into films. And maybe I said that the first time, but anyway, you get the point. Yeah. So, how are we today, my my dearly beloved? I need to dearly departed. Then that's a bit morbid. <laughs> Speaking to the ghost of Squid. Why is heaven so hot? Um, yeah, how are you, brother? Uh, I, uh, I'm doing fantastic. I just had uh, like a bunch of lemonade, so I, I just feel like that that southern draw. But uh, otherwise, I'm just get you going. <laughs> yeah, more sugar. Also, just so everybody understands, just so everybody understands the real dedication that Squid <laughs> has to this podcast. Can you just confirm? Can you just confirm what time it is for you right now, my dude? Uh, it looks like it's uh, four eleven in the a.m. Uh, yeah, you can now walk out the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's quarter past four in the morning for Squid, and a healthy ten past twelve in the afternoon for me. I have slept. I don't think he has. So um, we're going to roll this one out and try and get this one out nice and quickly before he starts chanting some sort of weird sleep incantation. Kalima. Video game movie crossover thing, yeah. Exactly. So, Squid, yes. first, first one and an easy one. Favorite movie of all time? 
Oh yeah, that's not the most difficult question. Um, uh, all time, that's gonna be really difficult. I I will say one of my favorite directors right now because mm-hmm. I'm kind of bouncing between all of his movies is actually uh, Edgar Wright. Just okay. just fucking fantastic. Um, and for the uninitiated, what does Edgar Wright direct? By uninitiated, I mean me. What does that person? <laughs> what does that person direct? Oh, um, so uh, the Cornetto trilogy, um, the Shaun of the Dead, the Hot Fuzz, and uh, at World's End, I think, and then uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. Baby Driver. Oh my god, okay. I actually yeah. know all of those movies. I don't feel too stupid now. Yeah. No. Favourite one out of those? Pick, pick a favourite out of all of those. Um, I, I, I love Hot Fuzz. I, a close second uh, is, is Baby Driver, just because the, it's the devil in the details that one of those movies mm. that some people didn't like it for that reason, but the music lines up almost oh my perfectly. God, the soundtrack, every Holy scene, shit. like that. The soundtrack level. for that film is unreal. That opening scene, I've seen it so many times now. Um, there are bits of the the vocals of the lyrics in in the scene. So on the street, graffitied on the signs, all it's so like it's insane. It's it's it's. Not only do I like it as a film, but it's just got that extra that you can tell he put his own, you know, love and care. Yeah, no, I've actually, I've actually seen The Baby Driver a couple of times now, and it is fucking outstanding. Yeah. The actor, I can't remember the name of the actor that plays the lead in that film, that plays Baby in that film. Yeah. But he is outstandingly good. Just, um, can we get a quick um, biopsis of the film as well for people that maybe haven't seen it because they've been living under a rock for the past year or so? <laughs> yeah, um, so basically uh, the premise of the movie is a uh, kid who has tinnitus, uh, if you've seen Archer, um, who constantly listens to music, <laughs> is also a really, really good getaway driver. And so it's him paying off his debt uh, and also falling in love. So classic story. But... But because music is such an integral part of him, uh, it's just it's 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 like a musical almost, but not really. Like is the best way I can describe it without really spoiling anything. It's just a, it's yeah. So they kind of so they kind of use the soundtrack to really really like emphasize certain key scenes in the movie in a way which is just like massively massively entertaining. It's yeah. very 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 cool. Okay, um, just a quick tip in for that. One of my first ever movies that I owned on DVD, one of the first ever movies that got really, really, really shredded on my DVD player was uh, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Really? Yeah, for, oh my God, I was in love with that movie. I think for me it was because, as we talked about last episode, like we were both quite nerdy. Yeah. And as a result of being a nerd, especially when you're not, you know, six the six-foot cephalopod that is the squid... <laughs> Like, you get a little bit of shit at school, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World really, really, really glamorised being a nerd. Because yeah. there's no, like, if when you think of nerd, you think of Michael Serra, even if you don't mean to. Yeah. Like, there's just something about him that just screams nerd in a good way, not shading Michael Serra. Don't, no. don't come for me. I know you've got the power. I know you're in the big Hollywood, Hollywood elite that could send like evil agents of assassins to come and get me or something. Bunch of Hugo yeah, weaving. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was fucking awesome. Very good. And again, an amazing soundtrack as well. Yeah, there's I think just. All of those movies uh, have amazing soundtracks. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, and and yeah, and, and Beck, I think remember uh, helped make the soundtrack for that one, so that one was pretty. Most good. certainly did. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, 
I've got Scott Pilgrim was the world as my favourite movie out of that, and you're just bouncing between any of his movies yeah. at any given time. I mean, Hot Fuzz is, is a pretty... It's a pretty... I'd have to say Hot Fuzz, I think, because there's just so many Hot Fuzz times. is very good. Hope adores Hot Fuzz. Yeah, we... Really and truly. My, my buddy and I, actually, one of my mods, him and I always... Because we grew up kind of together, we always quote that movie every time. And uh, I think that's where we got... Uh, turd nugglers from it's just kind of like a weird general insult that we throw it <laughs> but uh it's because we were, we we're always uh that the uh dog muck thieving uh kids and crusty jugglers every time it's crusty jugglers it's we just repeat it to each other so. oh god see this movie. is the thing about squid for anybody that hasn't spent any lengthy amount of time with him he knows at least three damn good quotes <laughs> from pretty much every movie like dating back to like breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> like he's packing like a good solid three quotes. Like some people carry around some people carry around like condoms or some people carry around like mints. And Squid carries around three damn good quotes from your favourite movie at all times. You know what's funny is that that's actually helped me in a, a card game that we play. It's uh, called Flux, but they have a Monty Python version. And so mm. if, if you can quote a line from Monty Python then you get an extra card. But every time you do that, you get an extra card. So I was just like, just, just, just give me, give me. Because I would just do the Spanish Inquisition back and Just forth. every single time. I bet, you, I, bet you're so, I bet you're so much fun to play that game with. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, everybody, just... everybody, everybody sits down, they're on one card, and Squid's got six dozen because he knows the entire script to Monty Python. You smug bitch. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's not... <laughs> Okay, here's a question. So, obviously, because video games and movies nowadays end up being quite, like, intertwined, mostly because you get a lot of publishers where whenever a movie comes out with any action in it that isn't, like, a like an actually good movie, say. <laughs> like, a lot of the time... So, like, I always remember... Um, I can't remember what this series is called, but the first one's called Eragon, and the second one's called Eldest, and the third one's called Brissinger. And oh. it's a book series... And they turned one of them into a movie, and it's about a kid called Eragon that rides a dragon. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, they made this they made this movie. I, as a kid, was a massive fantasy reader, and so I read all of the books and was eagerly awaiting this movie. The movie came out. Um, I enjoyed it as kind of like fan service, but objectively, a bit of a shit film. <laughs> um, they then immediately brought out a game based on the movie... And obviously, 14, 15-year-old Dan was fully queued up to the consumerism of, like, I've just seen the movie. I know the movie's crap. They're making a game. The game's probably going to be crap, but I have to own it, and I have to play it, and I have to tell everybody it's good because I liked the book. (laughs) And the thing is, as well, is that it almost gets, like, trickle-down distorted with these things as well. So, like, you read the book, and then the movie kind of goes away from the book a bit, and then by the time you're down to like the second game port, it's so vastly different from what you actually initially read or saw or heard that it almost feels like you just, you, you're playing something else now. Like this doesn't have anything to do with any of the stuff you were reading about. But yeah, so that was bad. Also, this is something you probably will have enjoyed. I hope, I really hope, because this will make us, this will confirm us as kindred spirits and soon to be lovers. <laughs> Don't tell hope. Um, but the did you ever play any of the Lord of the Rings? games the old school ones uh you mean like the um what is it it makes me think of uh, is it kind of like top down ish or not top down but 
Kind of. It's like, you know, the, the hack and slash ones. It was like split screen co-op, the second and the third yeah, one. Yeah, I yeah. Remember. You could play with like up to four people. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think I played the first oh. two. The first two, because I didn't so, own those. See, now, for me and my little brother, we didn't have access to the internet until very, very, very late. Like, very late <laughs> in our household. And so if we ever wanted to play something with more than one person, we had to play things together, which was laborious, as I'm sure he will agree, because we, we did not bond very well as young children. Great now, I love him to bits, but when we were kids, oh, my God. But Lord of the Rings Return of the King was out on PlayStation 2, and you would literally just pick your character each mm. and... Just go ham on a bunch of orcs. Like, just go absolutely nutty. And we would literally do it like the Lord of the Rings, where they play that game. I think it's Legolas, Gimli and Aragorn play a game <laughs> on the right. towers where they're like, seven, eight. And me and Sam would literally sit there for hours and just be like, 3,374. <laughs> <laughs> just for days. And it was just, oh, I'm not even sure if the game's any good. I might have to go back to it just to like fulfil my nostalgia. But at the time... <laughs> That, for me, always sticks in my head as, like, a really good video game adaptation. Of, oh, like, yeah. a, an amazing... Because a lot of things, movies are also, you know, objectively glorious as well. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't shit on Tolkien. So, like... <laughs> what was your favourite um, video game adaptation? Um, from film... That was a good one. I didn't even think about that one. Um, the only one that I can think of specifically that that was spawned from a film was I think a uh, Wolverine origins. It was one that like Hugh Jackman Ooh. actually voiced and uh, it was, it was pretty decent. Like when you would take damage as Wolverine, like pieces, not, not only chunks of your clothes, but like meat would come off and you can see more and more flesh and bone. I think I remember that one. I think I might've played it a little bit. Yeah. It was, it was like the only, I remember it was like one of the only games. that was like, Holy crap, this isn't garbage. Um, yeah, I think I actually, I think I do remember that one. I think I remember that one. Was there like a big jungle segment where you had to like jump across this like massive jungle and like fight stuff in like, almost so, like yeah. a Mayan sort of thing? Yeah, I remember that game. That was good. That's actually a really good one. I hadn't even thought of that movie, like especially comic book stuff. You would think that's a really good crossover, yeah. with the exception of the Green Lantern movie, which we will <laughs> never ever talk about and give any airtime on this show because I love you, Ryan Reynolds, but that shit was trash Bandicoot. Don't ever do that. Again, bad Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Seriously, that, that, that movie. Have you seen that movie? Oh yeah, I've seen. I've seen oh uh, God, Joe. You know I actually watched it a lot as well. I don't know what was wrong with me. I must have watched it like six or seven times. I think I might have had something wrong with me as a younger dog. Well, oh God, it gives me shivers. I had I had the excuse of watching a lot of these terrible movies because I, I worked at uh, a couple of movie theaters, so I ended up watching some of the worst. Uh, movies. I watched the Three Stooges, and that was uh, that is the infamous story of me shitting myself. So, and then as an adult, <laughs> not as as a child. So, <laughs> so that's out there. I don't know why oh, I'm doing that. We'll get straight to it over here. To I love this podcast so much. <laughs> Fourteen minutes in, and of course you're like, "Yeah, I shat myself watching the Three Stooges at the movies." Great. I mean, do you want to expand on that, or are we leaving it to the to the listeners' imagination? So I actually don't know this story. Wait, so really? It's up to you. No, I don't. I, this is a first for everybody. Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! Why do I do this? I mean, you don't have to. Like, you no, don't no, no, have no. to. Obviously, it can always just not make the final cut. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it has to. Uh, no, uh, what had happened was I was I was going to um, I was going to go watch the Three Stooges movie with my dad and at the time when he was still alive and, and, and <laughs> it, it, it was just one of those movies like we we know it's terrible we enjoy it anyways 
And uh, for some reason, like I go to the restroom and this is my work, like this is my job. Right. So we're going at like an 11 o'clock showing in the morning. So no one's there really. Um, But it's attached to a mall. So we parked in the front and whatever. So I go to the restroom and and as I like get ready to do my business and just, you know, take a tinkle, I like, why what, is there like an M&M spot welded to the back of my throat? Hold on, let me just cough really quick and get, and get it off. <laughs> oh, no! And then it just basically, uh, the rest you can imagine. So then I had to go back to my car. This is in this is in the middle of the movie, too. So my dad's in, in the theater probably like, where the hell is my son? <laughs> 20 minutes just freaking out like that. Yeah, fuck? like, is he okay? <laughs> I had to run outside, well, waddle outside, and then change in the middle of the day in front of a mall to bare ass naked and then put on like different clothes and then run inside and pretend like nothing ever happened. And uh, yeah, I swore I would never tell anyone this story. And yet here we are. I've, I've told so How many, many people. How many people have you told? I feel like you've told a few people. A lot. A lot of people. Because I feel like you volunteered this. Like, I didn't, you know, like, no, I didn't no. know this story. So I wasn't like, I wasn't like pressure pointing you to no, bait no. it up on podcast. Like, <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah. That's this, a glorious story. This is the thing. It, 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 was, it was a true moment of shame that I, again, in, in the moment, I was like, no one will ever fucking know about this shit. And I swear to God, if they even think about it. And now I just, I just volunteer this information. <laughs> Just making like a blood pact with yourself, like cutting the inside of both you don't of your know own palms. And just until you know. <laughs> he shit himself. Okay. So I I feel like it's only fair that I even this out. <laughs> and um I actually don't tell this story, but I feel like it's only fair to even this out because it is objectively funny. So um I now as an adult well, adult, I'm doing the quotation marks, but obviously it's a podcast, so you can't see them, so you'll just have to, you know, imagine it, guys. I'm doing the quotation marks. Um I have a like horrifically strong fascination with horror movies now i love them so much but i'm also convinced that the reason i love them is in is there's literally to spite myself to prove a point to younger me because of this exact experience so i'm gonna i'm gonna set the scene for you okay i'm like 13 14 maybe very very shy child petrified of everything i was a crier at school as well like a like a very very like passionate crier <laughs> like if anything bad would happen to me i would cry and i got bullied a lot like not to like you know drag the whole like, level down but like <sighs> my hope hope works hope's profession is working in um in education with people that like struggle and mm she will happily admit that she has never, ever, ever heard anybody have it as bad at school as I did. Like, wow. really, really bad. And so I would cry a lot. Like, there would be lots of tears. Like, like I, you could swim from one end of our school to the other in a river of my tears <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> and, and one day the cool kids uh, came up to me and they were like, listen, we're going to go and watch a movie after school tonight at this cinema do you want to go and the cinema itself was right by my grandparents house and I used to go to my grandparents after school anyway because my mum worked late shifts whatever so I was I was basically ideally situated to attend this and in my head I was like wait if I go to this I'm gonna be like you know I'll have killed it I'll have crushed it I'll be among I'll be among the pantheon of cool school children so I went home and said to my granddad, I was like, listen, like, can I borrow like 10, 10 quid or whatever like, to, go, to go to the movies? And he was like, yeah, of course you can, cool. So um, at this point, they hadn't told me what movie was coming out, what, we, what movie we were seeing. But I imagined in my naivete that it was going to be like Kung Fu Panda 2 or something. <laughs> and we, we get there and um, everybody's there and everybody is kind of like happy to see me, which is a rarity in and of itself. 
Mm. And so I was just like, okay, cool. So we all walk in, everybody's buying their tickets and someone buys my ticket for me. And at this point, my mind is like blowing my mind. Like I'm just like, Dan, don't happy cry. Don't happy cry. They've seen you crying <laughs> off. Don't happy cry. He bought you a ticket. We're all best friends now. And I was like, oh, cool. And he passes it to me and it's for um, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, God. And um, for anybody that hasn't seen Drag Me to Hell, it's not even a particularly scary movie. Like I watch it back now and f- kind of find it funny that it was so heart-wrenchingly petrifying to me. But basically, it's a Sam Raimi horror movie. A young girl um, pisses off a Romany gypsy um, who then casts a curse on her. And the curse basically means that in seven days, um, she'll be dragged to hell. And there's this weird like demon that basically haunts her for these seven days, blah, 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 blah. Um, the... So the, the 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 lady that does the curse has really sharp, like horrendously sharp. Like imagine Wolverine's claws, but all along the top and bottom rows of somebody's teeth. Oh, Jesus. And um, yeah, and so um, I'm watching this horror movie, and um, and genuinely at one point let out a little bit of piss, and so kind of like run back to the toilets and like, de- like take off my boxers. And obviously I wasn't I wasn't driving. I was a good four miles away from the nearest person that could provide me underwear. So I just dumped my boxers in a bin and went back to watch the rest of the movie because <laughs> I didn't want to look like a pussy. And then so got through it, got through it. And um, and we was, I was waiting at the bus stop after and it must have been like, it was quite late by this point. We'd gone to quite a late showing and I'd had to sneak into the film, which was already way against my code of ethics as a young adult. So we're like waiting for this bus and everybody else's bus comes because I live on the completely opposite side of the city to everybody else. It was always really annoying. So I'm waiting on my own for this bus and this lady is also waiting for the bus and she's kind of got her hood up doing her own thing. She's, she uh, she looks like she was in like her 50s or 60s or whatever so she didn't really have like any direct eye contact with me. She was facing away from me. Uh-huh. The bus pulls up and we both kind of turn around because it's in between us basically. Like She's on one end of the bus stop, I'm on the other. We both turn around and look at each other directly and this bitch has the sharpest motherfucking teeth <laughs> I have ever seen and then in my head... I'm just like, oh my god, fuck it. I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the lady's name from the movie is like Mama Ganoush or something, but whatever. So like, yeah, so I'm like, oh fuck, it's it's Mama Ganoush, it's Mama Ganoush. So I like freak out, run away from the bus stop. This lady just kind of looks at me like, okay, you're obviously on acid or something, you creepy ass little little baby faced child. So she just gets on the bus and is com- obviously so you've got to understand, I think this is a demon trying to get me, right? That's when what my head is saying. And obviously she thinks, oh my God, that kid looks really out of sorts. Maybe I should keep an eye on him. So she does the... What she meant to do was the right thing to do, but what she actually did was probably the worst thing she ever possibly could have done, which is whilst the bus drives away from me and she's sitting on it, just makes direct eye contact with me the whole time and tries to give me like a reassuring grin. But with like the Wolverine chompers. And so like... I just literally just freak out and scream and start walking so I'm like, I'm not getting bus ever again. <laughs> it takes me, I think it must have taken me, fuck, it must have taken me like maybe three hours to get Jesus. home. Jesus. Because I went on foot oh and like God. got in at like 2am. Like my mum was quite pissed off, obviously, because I was just meant to be going out to the cinemas. Like blah, 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 blah. Obviously, and yeah, that was, that was my experience of dragging me to hell. Oh my that was God. Yeah, that wasn't fantastic. 
But the movie's shit. Like, if anybody wants to go back and watch the movie now for reference, like, it's... Like, at one point in the movie, and I cannot believe this actually terrified me at the time, the demon possesses a goat, and the goat does an Irish jig in the (laughs) air and laughs at the girl. And, like, my 15-year-old, 14, 15-year-old body was, like, leaking piss about this. (laughs) But it's just like, bro, come on. Like, you're making it harder for yourself. Like, it's very self-destructive to let out a little bit of piss over an Irish jigging goat. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. But yeah. So now, now we're even. I think. I was just about to say, if anybody ever to mentions that story ever again, I'll kill them. But I feel like it's kind of redundant to to say that because this is going to go out and then obviously on stream, Lily. I know you're going to mention it. I know you're going to mention it, Lily. And you, Victoria. You're going to mention it. I know you're going to mention it. I know you two specifically. Maybe hockey as well. <laughs> And also, that doesn't count as a shout shout out on the podcast. Okay, doesn't count. <laughs> oh man, fucking kids. <laughs> but yeah, so horror movies. Now, I, now I absolutely love them, in spite of the fact that they literally. And I've got like maybe five or six different stories like that as well, which I'm not going to bore you with now. Like <laughs> horror movies really twisted me out as a young adult, and now I'm like addicted to them. Like they're like my they're like my own personal brand of like narcotic. Like I cannot not watch horror movies. I love them really? so much. Yeah, no, honestly. Like, every single horror movie that's come out in the past couple of years, I've seen. The only thing I've got left to see at the minute is, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's the new John Krasinski one. It's uh, something like Don't Talk or Can't Talk or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That. Whatever that is, I want to see that. That's the only thing I've got on my list at the minute. But yeah, so, back to the topic, because we both ended up just kind of embarrassing ourselves there for 10, yes. 10, 10, 15 minutes. So back to the actual topic of it. Video game movies and vice versa, do you have any iterations in your head of that that are particularly, like, either really, really, really good or just, like, shit? Like, have you ever played, like, a video game adaptation or have you gone and seen a movie adaptation and been like, fuck, this is absolutely god-awful? I don't want to ever be part of this ever again, and this has ruined the whole franchise for me. I'm going to go home and piss myself to uh, to uh, drag me to hell. Um, I I don't know if there was ones that were that bad either either way, because the ones that were bad games I never bothered playing or just couldn't afford them when I was younger. But uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan, and I know a lot of people are of. Uh, Resident Evil movies. Like, I just don't... Like, that was the only movie I wouldn't watch for free when I was working at the movie. Really? <laughs> it's just because I, I really enjoy... I mean, you know, like, uh, when I was younger, when I played, like, Resident Evil 1 and 2 and, you know, mm. Midnight and uh, when I wasn't supposed to be up. And so I have, like, you know, fond memories of those games scaring the absolute shit out of me, but but because they were just genuinely... Terrifying. You know, terrifying, yeah, the atmosphere and... Seven did a, a good job and with the remix. Two coming out. Like, I don't know. I, I I hold them dear. So to see a weird movie that's kind of a bastardized version of it, like, even if it's good to people, like, I don't, it's not that. I just, I, for some reason, I can't separate it from the game franchise because it has all these characters that just weird-ass versions of themselves. Like, I don't know. The only thing, the only thing I will say about the movies and the games, because obviously I've, I've done both, and obviously the games themselves are exactly like you just said, just like untouchably good for the vast majority. We won't talk about you know Resident Evil Six, but like Resident Evil One, Two, Three, and Four and Seven, 
are like some of the best games ever. Like they're all just amazing. Five and six are a little bit tenuous in my personal opinion. They're not as good. They're not to the same like heights as those other ones. But then the movies, the movies are almost like completely different. It's almost like you're watching a different franchise. Does that make sense? Like if they hadn't yeah. reused the same characters, I would just think I was watching something completely nothing to do with like yeah. the actual games themselves. Yeah, and so I think that's the that's the problem. Like I just can't separate because yeah, because they use some of the same characters, so it's just like but, but I, what I don't get it. Like Leon and yeah. you know Ava and all. And Chris these Redfield's in the fourth one a little bit, I think. I think I think he's kind of in the fourth one for like two minutes and then he dies I can't remember I can't remember the movies anyway the movies aren't that good yeah, Mili Ivanovic is, is good in it but like any other games that like stuck out to me as being terrible I had one in my head just now and it's completely disappeared already oh do you know what was pleasantly surprising and actually I, just, I must preface this that I am not a World of Warcraft lover in any sense. So for the World of Warcraft lovers in the pod listening to the podcast, sorry, please don't flame me. But I feel like so the movie, have you seen the movie for the World of Warcraft? Yeah. yeah. It's in my opinion, that wasn't bad. Like oh, considering no. the scale of what they were trying to fuck with, I thought that was quite good personally. Yeah, I, I feel like it could have been done it, it could have been done worse, kind of thing. Like, oh, way worse. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. It could have yeah. been an absolute shit show. And everyone I talked to that absolutely hated it were all people that had played WoW. So yeah, like, this I'd... is the only thing. I think one of the reasons why me and you enjoy the movie is because we we have the advantage of having not been, like, really, really entranced by the source material. Like, I've played WoW, but I don't love WoW. Like, it didn't really particularly do anything for me. Yeah. Do you know what is always... There's one game, and I can't remember what the life of it... It's called, but it's not even necessarily a movie franchise, but for some reason, the later iterations of this game just had the rock in it for no reason. So it was called, uh, it was called something stupid, the like, stupidly opaque, like spy car or something. Really? And there was loads of them. And basically it was literally just, you had a car. Um, they were all, they were pretty much all driving segments, but then the later games introduced some third person shooting elements as well. Basically you controlled the car. The car had loads of cool gadgets and could turn into a hovercraft and shit. Huh. And like for the first couple of games, it was just a, it was just a game. And then like, for some reason on the Xbox 360 version of the game, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was just the main character with little to no explanation. Like they just literally, <laughs> they just they just used the Rock as the main character. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with the Rock in any of the other games. And then game four, it was like, yeah, fuck it, we're gonna, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Why not? He looks like a spy. He could drive a car. <laughs> the Rock can drive. The Rock can do anything. Like let's just you know let's just rock out. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm using I'm, I'm I'm leaning on his name too much. But yeah, and that was. That was kind of weird, just to randomly see like, somebody that you see on TV in a video game. Yeah, especially when that wasn't normal. Like, that wasn't a thing. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what? Actually, this is a good point as well. This is something that I personally, and I think this is just me that gets really weirdly geeky about this, but I feel like you'll probably do the same. I love it at the minute when games come out and they use actors, like celebrity actors, not celebrity actors, but like film actors, like good film actors, for like both the voiceover and the facial animation. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's super cool. So like Ellen Page um has been used a couple of times for is it Between Two Souls? Is that what it's called? Yeah. What it's called? Yeah, yeah. Because Last of Us had Ashley I can't remember her last name, but they had a different 
person, even though the likeness was kind of close. Yeah, very close. <laughs> and then obviously, Until Dawn, you've got a bunch oh, of actors yeah. in there. Rami Malek, who I absolutely love, who That's is playing fantastic. Freddie Mercury, Mercury in the new Queen biopic. By That's the way. right. Also, That's we, right. I forgot about we that. should be getting paid for these promos because me and you could promote anything. <laughs> we should be getting paid. Rami Malek, if you want to hit us up to promote your new Queen movie, uh, you know, DM me. That'd be cute. Honestly, I just think you're kind of cute, so I'd like it if you DM'd me. But. And then just give us free copies of Mr. Robot, please. Yes, please. Mr. Robot is amazing. We love Mr. Robot. Please. Fucking such a good TV show. <laughs> I can't even remember what I was saying now. Just thinking about Rami Malek has just completely flashbanged my brain. What was I talking about? Actors and uh, and mocap. I, I like, um, I mean, obviously he's in a lot of stuff because he's mocap, but uh, Andy Serkis, when he plays... Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's ridiculous, like awesome roles. He was in Heavenly Sword, I think, on the PS3. He's like a yeah. crazy dictator. It was awesome. Mm. Hope is absolutely fascinated with Andy Circus as well. We both watch a lot of his. He's stuff supposed to be making a, um, a Jungle Book. Yes, all, he is. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, all the with, live action. Yeah, live action, all with mocap people, and it's supposed to be close to the book, so dark as fuck. Yeah, have you watched the trailer? Wait, they have a trailer. Yeah, they have a trailer. I watched it the other day. It's called like I think the movie's just called Mowgli or something. Wow. But it's got like it's honestly it's got um Only Oh one. fuck. There's I can't remember the name of the actress, but the girl they've got playing the snake is super, super cool. It's Kate Blanchett. They've got Kate Blanchett as the snake. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's it looks way better than even though I personally so there's just recently, I find it kinda of weird because there's just wasn't it only like last year that there was another Jungle Book live action? Oh yeah. With like Christopher Walken and Idris Elba and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and it really was just a rehashing of the yeah, animated. Yeah, kind of underwhelming. Yeah. And that makes me sad that that was underwhelming because all of the people they chose to voice act that, like Idris Elba, marry me. Oh, Christopher Walken, don't marry me, but I would love to hear you like lullaby me to sleep. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, marry me. Wait, was it Scarlett Johansson or was it Charlize Theron? I always get those confused. No, what well, it was Scarlett Johansson, my bad. But yeah, like the, the people they used for it were sick, and then the movie just turned out to be a little bit like, you know, shitty. It's not shitty, but just like super underwhelming. Like there was nothing new about it. No, no, it was really just a retelling. That's sad. That makes me sad. Oh, well, you live and learn. Maybe next time, guys. Yeah. And I mean, indifference too. Like, the that Maleficent movie, like it wasn't just a rehashing. They like told it from a different perspective. Which I really was enjoyed kind of, that movie. Yeah, yeah, that movie was really dope. What's your favorite animated movie? Um, damn it, that's 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 a little harder. Um, I don't know. I I, I guess I'll I'll be a basic bitch and say. Uh, Princess Mononoke. I just, it's, I like some of those older animated movies that just, you can, mm. you can tell the people poured themselves. Is that a Ghibli? That is a Ghibli, isn't it? Yeah. 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 God damn. I still need to watch that. I haven't seen it. It's good. Mine would probably be, mine would probably be even something more basic than that. Mine would probably be something like Lion King. Oh, have you seen that Tim Burton's doing a live action Dumbo? Oh, no, no, I haven't... I, I saw there was a trailer, but I hadn't seen it. Yeah, that looks cool. It's got Colin Farrell in it, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah, as the as the um, like the showman or whatever you call it, the circus master. I don't know why every time... Now, well, now I know why. Freaking uh, family guy, every time I think of Colin Farrell, I think of uh, Stewie pretending to be... Um, 
What is his name? Jimmy Glick? Yeah. <laughs> Colin Farrell. Now, my, my wife says you're not a very good actor, and I agreed with her. Now, 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 why, Colin? Why would we both say that? Wait, hang on. <laughs> hang on. What? You can do that impression like that, and you didn't lead with that. <laughs> Why was that? Right, okay, okay, okay. listen, yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. You be all blase about it and then wait in the comments. <laughs> wait in the comments on the podcast and we'll see whether or not people agree with me. What the fuck? How have you just been sitting on that impression for three <laughs> fucking episodes? It's okay, the, fuck the topic. What other impressions can you do? Fuck the topic. topic there's no other. That's the only one. <laughs> I don't believe you. You're a liar. I guarantee you. This is the problem with Squid. Squid is so humble. Squid is so humble that it almost makes it difficult to get him to do things he's really good at. I guarantee you now he'll be like, oh, no, I can't do any of their impressions. It's just that Stewie one. And then, like, next week we'll be talking about, like, I don't know, we'll be talking about, like, Jeff Goldblum or something. And he'll pop out a perfect Jeff Goldblum out of nowhere. And I'll just have to sit here and process it. That's my dream. No, a weird, a weird one I can do, which is all kind of just the same. Is uh, if you, you you've seen Bob's Burgers, right? Yeah. Okay. The uh, the uh, Teddy, his his friend, who's always just kind of at a loss. Let's see. Uh, I always remember that episode with the, the ice cream where they get the soft serve machine. Okay, go on then. Hit me <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, you gotta take take the ice cream out of the microwave. Bobby, Bobby, it's gonna melt. Come on, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> But, it, but it's all—it's all just—it's all just, uh, a Ray Romano. That's all it is. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Deborah. <laughs> oh. Do you know what? That's actually so funny that you mentioned Ray Romano because when we were growing up, we didn't have—I um, don't know what you guys call it—but we had Freeview, so we didn't have cable. You guys call it cable TV, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Like the yeah yeah. So we had, we still have that. Well, I don't have that now because we don't watch TV. But so you could either have here cable, which was obviously all of the cool channels like Sky and Cartoon Network and all that other shit. Or you could have Freeview. And Freeview was just basically, you got like, I think it was like 15, 20 channels. And a lot of those channels just literally just played American sitcom reruns. And I'm not, I'm not shitting you. So like every morning before going to school, it was like Frasier and Will and Grace and everybody (laughs) hates Raymond or whatever the fuck the actual show. Was called literally that was it. Well, that was all you were getting. So, like, everybody is it what is it called? Everybody loves Raymond. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, everybody loves him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, oh my god. And there was another one, I can't remember what it was, but it had is it Hayley Cuoco, the girl that plays Penny in um, well, my voice? Oh, in uh, yeah. Big Bang Theory, yeah. Is that the is that the actress, Hayley Cuoco? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was another, there was another one with her, and she had a little sister. And then, like, there was, like, some sort of hijinks. And there was always that guy. What's the name of the little guy with the shit hair that's in, like, every Adam Sandler movie now? Ooh, I'm going to have to Google it. I'm going to have to Google it. Hold shit on. Shit hair. Nick, um, uh, Adam Sandler movie. Nick Swartzen? It almost certainly is. I, I know you're well enough to know. It's, he's, in the, he's in Grown Ups. Let's see if I've got this right. Uh, no, David Spade. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Literally, every single fucking TV show I was allowed to watch growing up, because we just had Freeview and they just ran American sitcom reruns, <laughs> David fucking Spade. God, what And was... in every single TV show, he always played this, like, creepy, like, kind of ugly bachelor that just went on the hunt for females. Yeah. And it was just constant. There was one... Oh, I'm going to click on his thing. 
fuck. There was one where he used, they worked at like a, like a fashion magazine or something. Rules of Engagement, that was one of the ones that we had to watch. Yeah, I remember that. Rules one, of yeah. Engagement, and then, oh my God, Eight Simple Rules. That's the one I was yeah, thinking of when I, I mentioned this. Eight too. Simple yeah, Rules. After yeah, after John Ritter yeah. passed away. That's, that's crazy. With, is this one with Hayley Cuoco in it? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, God. this is what I'm saying. Like, this is all we had. This is literally all we had. Like, you had, like, whatever you had, and we literally just had, like, Eight Simple Rules, Rules of Engagement, Will and Grace... Everybody loves Raymond. It was just, it was, it was a very, very surreal growing up, just watching all these weird sitcoms with David Spade in literally fucking all of them. And he plays the exact same character That's so in literally weird. all of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, if you go back and watch anything now with David Spade in, you'll watch it and he'll just be the creepy uncle that pervs on people. And you won't be able to stop thinking that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm doing you a favour. I'm, I'm revolutionising the way you watch David's bed. <laughs> the way I process it. That sucks too, because <laughs> yeah, he, he's one of my... That's one of my favourite uh, Disney movies is uh, Emperor's New Groove. He plays the llama. Oh, my God. I, I love Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yeah, because that's also a good point, because the same guy that voices yeah. um, Patcha, John Goodman... No, it's not John Goodman. John Patrick Goodman. Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Oh. Patrick Warburton is also in all of the sitcoms. Yeah, he is. He is because he, he was like, on Seinfeld as Elaine's boyfriend, yeah. like back in the day, and then it just kept going. Yeah, hold on. I'm just, now I'm just looking at Patrick Warburton. <laughs> Little yeah. snack. So what was the uh, the poison? From I have Cusco, no idea. Cusco's what poison. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. If you could do a Patrick Warburton, me and you would I, be going I wish I right can. Now. I, that's one of the many. I, I the, all the characters I like doing, uh, or I would want to do, are from the Venture Brothers and Patrick Boardman. It's in that too. Is Brock Samson? Brock Samson. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a whole. We're doing a whole episode about impressions at some point. Hold tight. <laughs> it's happening. No, it's happening. You can't stop it. You literally can't stop it. But at some point, we're featuring an entire episode of just you. <laughs> doing impressions of like weird like random ass people from like the 80s that's what we're gonna do oh please uh, guys also if you squid actually can do an impression of every single living human being it's his superpower so if you want him to do an impression of uh, someone please just chuck it in the comments below and i'll make him do it next episode <laughs> even if it's just like the, the 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 toy dinosaur from rugrats like he'll do it he can do that shit reptar yeah, Reptar. Oh, actually, I, I, I can't do that. There's an episode, uh, Halt, I am Reptar. Halt, I am Reptar. Halt, I am... They just, they, it's a toy and they press it. You see? I told you guys. <laughs> I told you. I told you. He's the genius. He's the voiceover impressionist genius. No degree, the cephalopod yeah. god squid. <laughs> the cephalopod oh, god. That's actually got a little bit of ring to it. Maybe you should coin that. I just have to. Pay I feel like some, you should write that down. Pay someone to play games for me, and I'll just pretend like I'm streaming. I've been doing that for a year. I actually don't play any of the games you see on my Twitch channel. It's all porridge. No, no, it's not even porridge. I have like a little. It's really hard to explain, but there's like um, you know, you can get mice mice to run on wheels. <laughs> I have like a whole pulley set system set up under my desk where like the mice just run and as they run the different mice correspond with different keys on the keyboard and they will just it just it's always a mess that's why i always fail when you guys watch me play games like on league and stuff that's why i always suck because it's just the mice man i'll just sit back and just do fuck all and just pretend i'm doing something for you know for validation on the internet but really 
nothing going on over here. Nothing at all. It's all the rodents. So you really are just like an advanced version of Wallace and Gromit. You've got porridge yeah. and the gadgets. And <laughs> yeah, literally. That's exactly it. I'm the dumb person <laughs> and she's the super intelligent dog that makes everything work. <laughs> and we get up to hijinks together and it's all about the cheese. <laughs> da, Real da, talk da, though, it da, is really da, all about da, the cheese. Da, da. Not even Wednesday, Dale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you a cheese fan? I am a cheese fan and I'm a, f- a fan of the sketch about cheese. The cheese shop Good. that doesn't sell cheese. Good, because That's cheese is... Here's a good question. If you had to choose between um, having your kidneys pecked out every day whilst chained to a rock clock Prometheus or being lactose intolerant, which one would you choose? Ooh, first one. Same. <laughs> fuck, fuck being lactose intolerant. Yeah. That, no. fucking, that fucking bird can peck my kidney out and I'll just keep dipping my, my crusty loaf into some camembert. <laughs> Go on. Whatever. You said you, you had another. I was hoping it was an impression. Was it not an impression? Oh, oh no, no. I was just saying I have another kidney. Um, uh, not, not that I can, not that I can think of. Awesome. He's lying, guys. Just ignore him. Just ignore him. Don't even worry about him. We'll, we'll edit this bit out because he's lying about his <laughs> podcast abilities. But honestly, it's just going to get cut anything. down to that. Yeah. Just, it's going to get cut down to the 30 seconds of you doing impressions, and that's the only thing that's going live. The only thing. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm trying to think of anything. <clears throat> because I, do, I, I wanted to try to do. What? Yes. Why don't, we just, uh, why don't we just shit on Pixels for the last 10 minutes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pixels. That was a shit film. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually seen it? No, no, no. Oh my god! Oh, watch it. Go and watch it, please. Just please watch it. You have to watch it. It's did you really watch it? Yeah, no, I really did watch it. Just out of like a morbid fascination. It is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the worst film I've ever seen. Oh wow! Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventeen percent. Wow. Yeah, exactly. That's really bad. Yeah, that's really bad. I don't even know. I don't think I've ever seen anything that's got worse than that on Rotten Tomatoes. I really don't. Other than every other Adam Sandler film that's came out in the past <laughs> ten years, Click also God. shit. Grown Ups terrible. Oh wait, no lies. Grown Ups two got seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I didn't even know there was <laughs> a second one. Let me just read. This is a review. I'm, I'm on the, the 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 Bing for it right now, and um, this is a review from the Telegraph. <laughs> So what happens in Grown Ups 2? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's look at another Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Jack and Jill. 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my God. I forgot about oh that Oh, my God. We actually Okay, here's a review from the up. New York Post. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is a review from the New York Post for Jack and Jill. It's pretty sad if you're a comic and Al Pacino is the funniest thing in your movie. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Jesus. Oh, the squid's dying. There it is. Oh, this is oh. glorious. I could just sit here and review... We could just sit here and read Adam Sandler reviews. This is comedy gold. Oh, my God. Okay, here's... Wow. 
Wow, okay. So that's my boy, which I haven't seen, but apparently um, this one is a father-son adventure with Adam Sandler and oh, Andy Samberg. That's right. As, um, as Bill Hader says in the comedy roast of Justin Bieber, which I haven't watched. Um, <laughs> so this is by Variety, by, by a reviewer called Justin Chang. Uh, are you ready for this one? This one's a good one. Are you holding on to your pants? Yes. Okay, so this says, All in all, it couldn't have been worse. Puerile, crotch-fixated, and very occasionally barely funny. Oh. Adam Sandler's raunchiest star vehicle in years has a very tiny saving grace in Andy Samberg's performance. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy is radical only in its extreme laziness. Oh my god. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Uh, here we go. Okay, pick an, uh, name an Andy Sam uh, Andy Sandberg. No, pick a name uh, uh, an Adam Sandler movie. Me? Yeah, just pick one. Anyone you like. Uh, are we going for not terrible ones or just any? Uh, I mean, really, I can't imagine these reviews are going to be anything other than scathing. So pick your poison. <laughs> um, fuck, I can't remember. There's one that where he was like a like a Israel Israeli soldier dude. I can't remember what it's called. Is that you don't mess with the Zohan? Is that is that what it was called? I'm not even entirely sure. Let me just say. Israeli Special Forces Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't mess with the Zohan. This one's got a 38% Rotten Tomatoes, actually. But to be fair, this one is Judd Apatow, so this is slightly different to the normal fare. Um, let's have a look. Okay, here we go. This movie is gross, but not... Un oh, wait, I'm, I've got to pay to read that review. Are you on crack? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... This movie is gross but not unfunny as it covers the Zohan's rise through hair culture aided by his steamy heterosexuality. Okay. All right. That's a bit of a... Okay, so this one isn't garbage, John, but then this one has actual people working on it. This one was screenwritten by Judd Apatow. Who really? Who has done a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about Click? Do you Click? God, yeah. That was terrible. Okay, this one's this one's got some good reviews as well. What the fuck? <laughs> this is kind of weird. Who knew that there were Adam Sandler movies that were actually good, other than <laughs> Fifty First Dates? Fifty First Dates is good. Anybody that says otherwise, I'll come to yeah, your house. Yeah, yeah. That one just that hurts though. <laughs> yeah, that one's just sad. What about which ones haven't we looked at? Funny people. This one's oh. literally called Funny People. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, this one's this one's got seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But to be fair, it does have... Is that Seth Rogen? Yeah, I don't think he's... Uh, I think Seth Rogen's the main character. Oh, okay. Well, fuck this then. This doesn't go. Okay, it's got Jonah Hill and Eric Banner in it. Okay, this one's not a real Adam Sandler movie. Give me back my garbage! The week of Adam Sandler. This one's Adam Sandler. It feels like Smeagol and Sandler just shot the first chapter of their script without making any jokes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, here's one. We're going to air it live on the podcast, right? This is my biggest grievance of all time. I, do you know who I get told I look like all the time? All of the time? What? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that. And not even young Steve Buscemi, like current Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, uh, what is that show he's on? Oh, fuck. 
Boardwalk Empire, yeah. yeah. Boardwalk Empire, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Not even like Con Air, Steve Buscemi. Like Boardwalk Empire, Steve Buscemi. Oh my god. Fuck that guy. Wasn't well, he... fuck that guy. He's quite a good actor, but still, come on, man. Wasn't he Mr. Pink? Yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he was also in Fargo and The Death of Stalin. That's right. That's right. I, I just remember him more recently in 30 Rock as a very creepy uh, private eye. God, 30 Rock is good. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> this is dissolved. God, let me. Pretty different now. I love that show. Oh, Joe is good. Atlanta. Have you watched Atlanta? Ooh, uh, yes, but I have. I think I've yet to watch the last episode of the first season. Okay, catch up or I'll unfriend you on Twitch. <laughs> okay. I will. Who's, the, who's the, What's the worst actor you can think of? Like, who's the actor that's just like, every single time you see them in something, they, the it's just, it's just garbage. Yeah, like, constantly garbage. Um, Pickle is Cage? I don't know. Nicholas Cage, that's a good point. That is a very good point. Well, I think we can find some Nicholas Cage. It also reviews. makes me think that there's an episode of Community where they talk, they talk about it. Is uh, is is he is he so good that he's bad, <laughs> or is he so bad that he keeps getting work? I don't know. It's he's a conundrum. Let's find. Let's. I feel like I feel like Nicholas Cage reviews are going to be very good. Very good. Okay, Ghost Rider 2. Okay. Oh my god. Let's see the reviews for Ghost Rider 2. Uh, one look at the dreadful mess that is Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance <laughs> will turn your whisper into a primal cage scream. Make this movie stop. Please make it stop. I can't take it anymore. Okay. And that's from Rolling Stone. Um, <laughs> Let's, uh, let's pick another one. Let's pick another one. Pick another Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, God. Um, uh, is it, I think it's Drive Crazy or Drive Angry. Oh, is that the B-side one? The one that was... Um, oh, fuck. I think it someone's was... dick gets bitten <sighs> off. That's all I remember. Wow, okay. That's a, that's a very specific... <laughs> that's not showing up in his IMDb. What's going on here? Maybe he removed it knowing... Maybe he intentionally removed it. It wouldn't surprise me. What was the other one? Um, um, the one with the bees. Wicker Man? Ooh, Wicker Man. Wicker Man's not actually that bad, though, if I remember. Really? Oh, is it bad? I haven't watched it in a very long time. Oh, okay. It's got 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll take it back. <laughs> I think it Let's just... See. It's missing some things that to make it make sense. So it just looks like a weird mess. Okay, here's one. Here's a review for... Uh, for the Wicker Man by the Washington Post. In an era of careful cost accountancy and focus group testing, it's remarkable that a movie as truly deeply shit as the Wicker Man <laughs> <laughs> escapes the asylum. <laughs> oh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Okay, let's find another one. Oh, I love Nicolas Cage so much. <laughs> this is endless entertainment. Oh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I actually read the books for these and really enjoyed them. Oh, oh my God. No, no. I, I've never seen that movie, but there was a good year and a half where my friend and I just... Because he, he watches every Nicolas Cage movie. Never sober, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> 
the the time that that advertisement came out for that movie, it was just that line of, I'm a sorcerer and you're my apprentice. And that's it. That's it. That's all I needed to know that I will never watch that movie. <laughs> oh, never ever. <laughs> like, that's so on the nose. Like, I am the wizard. I will teach you to be wizard. This is the plot of our movie. Let us commence. <laughs> be a little more subtle. Here's another one. Um, let's do... Let's do... Which is that one where... Oh, Knowing. That's the one. Have you seen oh Knowing? Oh, God, no. I, I've heard about it, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay, this is one from the New York Times. I'm going to paraphrase this one a little bit, but this is this is real. Um, the draggy, lurching two hours of, Loic, of knowing <laughs> will make you long for the end of the world and the end of all things, even as you worry that there will not be time for all of your questions about this movie and how bad it is, be answered. <laughs> wow. Okay, this is another good one. If you want to know how bad the movie is, well, it's so bad that you will wish that you were watching an M. Night Shyamalan version of the very same premise. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wait, what? Wait, what? Army of One? What the fuck? Okay, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. Have you seen this movie, Army of One? Squid, have you have you seen Army of One? No. Okay, I'm gonna read you the bio for Army of One, okay? Okay. Strap in. Are you strapped in? I'm strapped in. Okay. Bear in mind, this is an actual movie that got made. Frustrated with the US government for its fruitless efforts to bring down Al-Qaeda's leader Osama bin Laden, the eccentric middle-aged part-time construction worker Gary Faulkner, played by Nicolas Cage, after a personal visit by God, takes the decision to embark on an endless adventure, and this is the most horrific quote I've ever heard ever, in the badlands of Pakistan to get the job done. <laughs> With the intention to bloodlessly capture and bring the infamous yet elusive leader to justice, what? Colorado's... No lie, we're not done. Colorado's former handyman-turned-vigilante will overlook his problems with diabetes and meticulously prepare for the long and perilous journey. Between reality and pre-dialysis hallucinations, armed only with a teleshop katana and a Stars and Stripes hang glider, this American samurai on a mission from God is determined to take matters into his own hands and succeed at any cost. No. Yep. And that's a movie where Jesus is Russell Brand and Russell and Jesus visits Nicolas Cage and tells Nicolas Cage to go and hunt down Osama Bin Laden. When was this made? Uh, 2016. What the fuck? Yep, it's real. This is the movie that none of us knew we wanted, but really needed. Oh my god. Yep. I don't know what to say about this. I don't understand. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, here's a review for it from The Hollywood Reporter. It's one of the worst performances Cage has given, and that is saying something. <laughs> oh, my God. What? That's so bad. Who wrote the act? Who? Who came up with this? Larry Charles. Okay, it was directed by Larry Charles, and it was screenwritten by Scott Rothman. Scott Rothman, bad dog. Bad dog. <laughs> Never again, Scott Rothman. 
Never again. Oh, that reminds me. I, I don't know if we ever talked about this, and I'm ruining it because my friend will will probably lose money if anyone ever makes this. Um, <laughs> since you like horror movies, my uh, my buddy always had this joke about having a uh, <laughs> a very heavy set man because you know how like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and some of these other movies were like slow moving killers or the ones that get yeah. everyone. Um, and it's all about, you know, pacing yourself. So he wanted to have a heavy set man in cutoff jeans and jogging attire. And it was going to be called the jogger. And so every time, every time he would kill someone, his, his line would be, it's time for your cardio. And then he'd just run you over <laughs> to death. Like just because it was so heavy. And one of the deaths would be like, you know, from the perspective of the person on the ground, just being smashed. Oh God. <laughs> They should make that. That sounds way better than this Army of One movie that we're currently looking at. Looks way better. Oh my god. The poster alone is ridiculous. That sounds beautiful. I think we should make that movie. Let's make a movie. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's make a movie. I feel like we should do that. Okay, so we're at the we're at the hour mark now, and me and Squid have gotten to the point of sleep delirium when we're planning to direct a film. Yeah. So um, I think we're going to call it there. But first, we're going to end with um, the worst-rated Nicolas Cage movie ever okay. called Left Behind, which has a 1% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. And this one is about a man's wife and son vanish along with millions of others. While the world reels from the cataclysmic event, the man bands with others who have been left behind to discover who or what is responsible for the disappearances. Jesus. Let's see the reviews for this. I'm not joking. It is Jesus. Wow, okay. Uh, So the director, Vic Armstrong, whose lengthy lengthy resume pretty much exclusively leans towards stunt work, displays no ability to direct and no facility with actors and even less with pacing. (laughs) There we go, ladies and gentlemen. There we fucking go. That one also has Chad Michael Murray in it from uh, One Tree Hill as well. So that's a... That's interesting cameo there. Oh my god. But yeah, um, thank you so much for listening to this one, guys. Um, if I'm being completely honest, this one has been a little bit off kilter, mostly because it was my job to come up with the ideas today, and I, uh, I, I kind of stumbled a little bit, and so it's mostly just been me and Squid ranting about weird shit that has <laughs> nothing to do with anything. Uh, the next one will be better because I'll get Hope to come up with the questions because she's better at that than me. And yeah, um, we love you all. And uh, Squid, anything you want to say to them? The three people that are listening to this talk at this point while we still ramble on about Nicolas Cage? Um, I want, I want, I want uh, Cyberpunk now. Squid wants Cyberpunk now, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll leave you with that. God bless you, my children. Also, remember, um, in a world full of Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage's, be a Chad Michael Murray from One Tree Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you all enjoy that adventure. Sorry it was a little longer than normal. We got we got uh we got carried away. But hopefully next time we'll be a little more on track. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful day and in uh or evening. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs>